The Ziggler Show, timeless inspiration from Zig Ziggler that's influenced over 250 million people worldwide, inspiring true performance in your work and life today. Welcome to The Ziggler Show, where the goal is simple, to inspire your best, your full, your true performance. I'm your host, Kevin Miller, and I've had a lot of you finding me online, and I welcome you to do that, though you won't find much beyond lots of pictures of my family of 9 to 12, depending on the month, living life to the fullest up in the Rocky Mountains. I don't talk a whole lot about business on social media, but I'm happy to connect with anyone. Uh, I don't have anything to sell you, not till I finish my book on pursuing self-employment, but you're welcome to find me on Facebook. You can get me at Agent K. Miller, K as in Kevin, Agent K Miller on Facebook or Twitter, Agent Miller or Instagram at Agent Kevin Miller. And I will uh, be grateful to do a bit of life with you online and share the richness of your life as I share the blessedness and the things I'm grateful for in my own. Hey, today I bring you Hardcore Zig. I mean, he's often entertaining. He's flat out funny. Uh, He's always poignant and profound, but sometimes he gets very, very real. This is show number 331, and the title is The Foundations of Personal Success. Notice I didn't say of success. I mean, this is personal. I mean, if you take away everything material, everything regarding money and status, uh, even talent and ability, all you have left is you. Which is why we find so many people who have so much of the good things in life yet are dissatisfied, unfulfilled, joyless, and without peace. Because at the end of the day or the week or the month or year or your life, they are just left with themselves. We are left with ourselves. And aside from what we manage to have or do, everyone else is also left with only us, who we really are at the core. So in this show, we bring you Zig. Uh, who, while writing his life-altering book, See You at the Top, and after an emotional, personal experience that you'll hear about, he discovered uh, 16 definitions for what it meant to him at the heart to be at the top. Speaking of being at the top, today's show is brought to you by The Razor, who has taken position at the top, Harry's Razors. You get an entire month's worth of incredible shaving for only 15 bucks. And if you go to harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com now and put Ziggler, Z-I-G-L-A-R, in the coupon code, they'll take five bucks off. So only 10 bucks for a razor kit that's beating out the competition over and over. Ziggler Show listeners, in our last show, number 330, 12,600 of you downloaded the show before we realized it was botched. You missed a good portion of the intro and the setup. My sincere apologies. Uh, You might go back and listen to just the first 10 or 15 minutes. It really sets up the, the premise of the show, so I apologize about that. All right, I hope you are ready to sit back and focus for six minutes. All right, that's all you need, six minutes. That's all I'm asking. Uh, tuning in for the commentary afterwards is optional. All right. Listening intently right now to an absolute life changing message from Zig Ziglar is worth putting anything else off or even putting pause, putting this on pause right now. So you can get six minutes 
to really listen. And you might even pull out a pen or paper, though. That's what I'm going to do in the commentary following it is go through piece by piece what he shares and really break it down. Okay, here we go. When I was writing my book, Over the Top, and if you did not get your book with a set of tapes, if you do not have a copy of it, I encourage you to pick up a copy of Over the Top. Now, much of the information is in these tapes. But you see, when you listen to something, that appeals to you emotionally. When you read it, that appeals to you logically. If you read it and hear it, then you're far more inclined to take action on it. So I encourage you to pick up a copy. I'd finished the book. My daughter, who happens to be in our live audience this evening, was the editor. And we had more fun writing that book together. She's the best editor by far I have ever had. We completed the manuscript. We sent it to the publisher. And he promptly packed it up and sent it back and said, How can you tell people how to go over the top when you haven't identified what the top is? I thought to myself, Well, that's a bit of snap. I worked for two solid months. I would write and, no, that's not it. I'd write some more. No, that's not it. I'd try again. I'd get out and take those long walks and nothing was happening. I mean, I didn't have a clue. Then one day the redhead and I were in Shreveport, Louisiana. We were there visiting her sister who's in a nursing home. She has MS. Many of the people in that home are beyond human help. When we walk in there... I'm a solution-oriented guy. Somebody says, here's a problem. I say, step number one is this, step number two is this, step number three is that. Some of those people, unfortunately, are beyond that human help I spoke of. The redhead is not burdened with the belief that she's got to solve people's problems. She just walks in and grabs them and starts hugging and starts telling them how pretty they are how much she loves them, how glad she is to see them. And they gather around her like beeves at a hive. They really are there. And on that particular day, I watched it, and I couldn't handle it. I walked out. As I walked out, I was praying. I said, Lord, give me that kind of heart. Make me have that kind of compassion for my fellow human being. Touch me so that I will have that kind of spirit. In a few minutes, I felt better. I walked back in. They were in the big meeting room. My wife and her sister were seated at the table. I walked in and sat down, and all of a sudden, it started to come. The only piece of paper I had was the back of the motel bill, which I had just paid. I took the sheet of paper out, the bill out, And I started writing. 90% of what this is, is what I wrote in a few minutes that I'd struggled with for two months. You're at the top when you clearly understand that failure is an event, not a person. That yesterday ended last night, and today is your brand new day. You've made friends with your past, are focused on the present, and optimistic about the future. You're at the top when you know that success... A win doesn't make you, and failure, a loss, doesn't break you. When you're filled with faith, hope, and love, and live without anger, greed, guilt, envy, or thoughts of revenge, 
You're at the top when you're mature enough to delay gratification and shift your focus from your rights to your responsibilities. You're at the top when you know that fated to stand for what is morally right is the prelude to being the victim of what is criminally wrong. You're at the top when you're secure in who you are. So you are at peace with God and in fellowship with man. You're at the top when you've made friends of your adversaries and have gained the love and respect of those who know you best. When you understand that others can give you pleasure, but genuine happiness comes when you do things for others. You're at the top when you're pleasant to the grouch, courteous to the rude, and generous to the needy. You're at the top when you love the unlovable, give hope to the hopeless, friendship to the friendless, and encouragement to the discouraged. You're at the top when you can look back in forgiveness, forward in hope, down in compassion, and up with gratitude. You're at the top when you know that he who would be the greatest among you must become the servant of all. You're at the top when you recognize, confess, develop, and use your God-given physical, mental, and spiritual abilities to the glory of God and for the benefit of mankind. You're at the top when you stand in front of the creator of the universe and he says to you, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. After I identified the top, I realized what I'd really done. I'd identified the bottom. That's the base. That's the foundation upon which you can build any kind of career, whether it's in education, athletics, business, medicine, law, accounting, computers, or whatever. I believe these are principles that will make a difference. Before we dive into these 16 attributes of what being at the top truly means, let me mention the power of repetition. You need to hear this to adequately digest what Zig is teaching. At the beginning of my career in business and marketing, Radio ads required a minimum of five spots. Well, why? I think a lot of people thought, well, it's just so they can get more of your money. Not really. I mean, they like that too, but they know it it takes at least that many repetitions before those who are viable to take action actually will. And they want you to get results so you'll continue to buy ads there. So they're doing it because they're smart. Uh, They knew people had to hear it at least five times. But check this out. Thomas Smith uh, wrote a guide called Successful Advertising. Listen to this, in 1885, all right? Uh, This is profound and paradigm shifting. Uh, It's really just a a little little, uh, glimpse inside of humanity and even how we are as consumers. So check this out. Thomas Smith wrote this, 1885. These are his bullet points. The first time people look at any given ad, they don't even see it. You know what? I'm going to pause right there and jump in. For those of you in business, For those of you trying to sell something, who have a product or a service, or if you have a message, if you're from the pulpit and you're preaching, how often do we just go from the next thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing and we don't drive home a truth and a reality, okay? Listen to this guy. He's talking about advertising. This is powerful. For those of you who are parents uh, and want to get something through to your kids, listen to this. For you who are teachers, listen. All right, I'm going to start over again. This is what Thomas Smith says. The first time people look at any given ad, they don't even see it. The second time, they don't notice it. 
The third time they are aware that it is there. The fourth time they have a fleeting sense that they've seen it somewhere before. The fifth time they actually read the ad. The sixth time they thumb their nose at it. The seventh time they start to get a little irritated with it. The eighth time they start to think, here's that confounded ad again. The ninth time they start to wonder if they're missing out on something. The 10th time they ask their friends and neighbors if they've tried it. The 11th time they wonder how the company is paying for all these ads. The 12th time they start to think that it must be a good product. The 13th time they start to feel the product has value. The 14th time they start to remember wanting a product exactly like this for a long time. The 15th time they start to yearn for it because they can't afford to buy it. The 16th time they accept the fact that they will buy it sometime in the future. The 17th time they make a note to buy the product. The 18th time they curse their poverty for not allowing them to buy this terrific product. The 19th time they count their money very carefully. The 20th time prospects see the ad, they buy what is it is offering. So with all that said, how many times do you need to hear Zig state the same quotes? I'd say it's the exact number of however many times it takes until you act and behave and do and be different according to what you really desire. Nothing changes unless we do. So let's listen in again to these points that Zig gave us. Okay, I'm going to go through each one. And I'll tell you, this is interesting reading this right now. I've been watching trailers. It's not quite apples to apples. It's not ads, but I've been watching trailers, enclosed trailers on Craigslist for I don't know. I don't know how many months now. Uh, we have a bunch of kayaks and canoes from my big family. We take out to a high mountain lake that we live nearby. And I'm always tying them down on top of the cars, on top of the trucks, on top of a boat trailer that we have. Pain in the butt. And I'm really about the only one that can do it that well. And even I lose a boat here and there. Finally, you know, my wife says, I want to be able to go out and do it myself. So an enclosed trailer. So we're buying a six by 12 enclosed trailer. I just went and got cash out of the bank. I'm going down the mountain after this show and buying one. But how many did I see? I mean, my sales process was so long. I mean, it's a decent size investment, so long. But even with small things, our sales process is so long. And so what does it take to get things into our brains? Let's go through what Zig said. You ready? Number one, starting at the top of 16. He says, failure is an event, not a person. If you listen to more than two Zig clips, you'll hear this one over and over. Why? Because Zig knew it was paramount. Many people have failed in something and they let that failure label and keep them down the rest of their lives. I mean, Zig is desperately trying to free people and hearing that phrase once is just not nearly enough. I mean, right now you heard it, but deep in your gut, do you believe it? Enough to try something you might fail at. Enough to quit seeing yourself as less than you are. If not, then listen again. I mean, your failure is something that happened. It is not you. It is not you. You are not a failure. You're truly only a failure if you let failure overcome you and keep you down. And you are better than that. That's why you're here listening to this instead of just something else that will tickle your ears and entertain you and you'll forget in a second, okay? Number two. Yesterday is over, and today is a brand new day, is what Zig said. You don't have to be the same and do it the same. I mean, we are creatures of habit, and what happened yesterday, we just believe and we repeat it over and over, trying to, uh, you know, find our own place and belonging and comfort. I mean, even if yesterday was bad or mediocre, it's familiar and it is comfortable. Uh, but to some degree, we have have the chance every day to do things better, right? 
You ever see the movie Groundhog Day with Bill Murray? Go see it. It's it's a it's a great movie. Do something different today. You know, or tomorrow. Don't let what you've always done and what you know keep you from great positive change. Okay, so again, each one of these, as Zig says, you're at the top win. Number three, success, a win doesn't make you, and a loss or failure doesn't break you. Now, that's a similar to number one, but here Zig also adds that a success or a win does not make you either. It's also just an event. You are you, not simply what you do, but who and what you be, regardless of the circumstances. All right, so you know you're at the top when you're filled with faith, hope, and love, and live without anger, greed, guilt, envy, or thoughts of revenge. That sounds so simplistic, easy to nod to. It sounds kind of like Forrest Gump, which is probably why I own Forrest Gump. And I have no no idea how many times I've watched that, especially while I'm doing emails late at night and I put it on and just wait for those classic scenes. I mean, I want to be free of anger and greed and guilt and envy and thoughts of revenge. Or if that sounds too strong, I mean, just justice sometimes that I get mad about. Fairness. I mean, who doesn't want peace, though? It doesn't mean a lack of trial, but don't you want peace anyways? I mean, we can't always be happy, but we can have enduring joy. What are we doing every day to be filled more with faith and hope and love and leave less room for that junk? Okay. So Zig, again, you know, you're at the top when number five here, when you're mature enough to delay gratification, this is kind of a sticky one uh, as I thought about it. I mean, in today's culture, we have many people who delay their lives, dreams, and vitality for the future, making a bet they'll be around long enough to finally enjoy themselves and do what they really want to do, which is tragic. It's really, I think it's somewhat, uh, it's it's simple-minded to expect. It's kind of arrogant that we're going to be around tomorrow or next week or the next month or the next day. And now I'm not just saying that, you know, that the, I ascribe to that live today like it's your last day. Because if that was the case, I don't know if I'd take time to stop and eat. I, I wouldn't shower. I sure as heck wouldn't do the laundry or pay the bills. We can't do that every day. But the thought, and this hit me, I don't know, a couple of years ago. What if I just lived, thinking about my family especially, is if I just had one year to live. I'm still working. I'm still paying the bills. I'm still doing maintenance and stuff. But man, am I really thinking about my decisions and how they're going to impact me and my family if I were gone. Okay. So that's one side of it. But on the other hand, we have a culture whose God is their belly and can't delay the gratification of a bite or a drink of what tastes good uh, as opposed to being healthy and well. I mean, we're fat, sick, and diseased like never before, right? So, So that's where we don't delay gratification. So it's two slippery slopes on the side of being mature enough to know when and when not to delay gratification and really to look at that gratification. All right. Number six from Zig, you know, you're at the top when you shift your focus from your rights to your responsibilities. I mean, any parent knows that no matter what, at the end of the day, Rights don't matter. You know, I might think about what's fair, but at the end of the day, it's about being responsible. And somebody has to tidy up, do the dishes, turn out the lights, make sure the kids are okay and yada, yada. I mean, Zig's asking us to step up with this mentality though, in every situation with anyone, you know, at work where people are not fair, where they don't step up, they don't do their part. They're vindictive They're you know, whatever it is that you feel. I mean, for Christ followers, when did he stick up for his rights? I mean, I know it's easy just to spit out there, but man, to really think that's supposed to be, as a, if you're a faith-based person, that's supposed to be your model. 
and he had the power to do whatever he wanted to supernaturally. And I think, you know, he's a carpenter. He was a guy who walked all over the place. He's probably a pretty buff dude. Uh, when did he stick up for his right? He didn't have to, it was below him to do that. And yet how many of us don't live in that place? Okay. That's number six, number seven, you know, you're at the top when failure to stand for what is morally right is the prelude to being the victim of what is criminally wrong. Wow. I mean, the going trend today in our culture, the only thing okay to stand for is to stand for nothing. Any soapbox or platform or staunch belief, uh, people get thrown at, you know, you get rocks thrown at you of being naive and narrow-minded. Of course that is. Let's check it out. Unless we're watching a movie, then we all sit back and we want a character and a hero who's uncompromising, even to the point of excess and unfairness. Because we instinctively hunger for strength of conviction and character. We can be that hero simply for standing for what is right, even at the risk of personal comfort and safety. Okay, before we go to number eight, uh, one of the first companies desiring to align themselves with the Ziggler Show was, as I mentioned at the top of the show, Harry's Razors, which you can only find at harrys.com. So I, of course, uh, told them, I said, send Tom and I some samples. We're not going to talk about you guys unless there's a good reason. What they didn't know was the full story. A couple years ago, they sponsored my dad's show. Well, I think they still do today. My dad, Dan Miller, uh, who helped host the last show, uh, he has the popular 48 Days show. 48 Days to the Work You Love is his best-selling book. 48 Days is a top-ranked podcast in iTunes. Uh, that Christmas, he gave my brother, my brother-in-law, myself a kit from Harry's Razors. However, I've been a lifelong electric razor guy. I don't have a heavy beard and razors always irritated my skin. So the box went onto a shelf somewhere. So now here comes another box. And I thought, well, what the heck? I'll give it a try. So what's my testimony? Real life, honest to gosh testimony. I'm four weeks into using Harry's razors with a shave closer than I've ever experienced it. The big anchor though, my wife likes it, which means it's here to stay. So go to harrys.com now. Harry's will give you $5 off if you type in our code Ziggler with your first purchase. That's harrys.com and enter coupon code Ziggler at the checkout for $5 off the mere $15 starter set and start shaving smarter today. Uh, A better shave at lesser cost. What else would you ever want? All right, back to Zig here on being at the top. You know you're there when you are secure with who you are so you're at peace with God and in fellowship with man. Uh, Folks, I I don't really have anything to add to that. I mean, what a glorious reality to strive for. Uh, Isn't that just, what can I add? There it is. I'm going to read it again. When you're secure with who you are so you're at peace with God and in fellowship with man, that's a high calling. All right, number nine, you know you're at the top when you've made friends with your adversaries and have gained the love and respect of those who know you best. Real quick, I'm going to jump to number 10 because it it, it follows right in the heels. Number 10, when you understand that others can give you pleasure, but genuine happiness comes when you do things for others. So both of those, again, just a high calling that if accepted, requires much, much more of us, but results in much greater payoff than we'll ever experience otherwise. I mean, this is daily intentionality in every interaction. It requires change in how we address and deal with every human we're in contact with. 
And of course, it brings us back, for those of you who know Zig, his foundational quote, what he based his life on, you can have everything in life you want if you will just help other people get what they want. Number 11, when you are pleasant to the grouch, courteous to the rude, and generous to the needy. Number 12 follows right on the heels of that. When you love the unlovable, give hope to the hopeless, friendship to the friendless, and encouragement to the discouraged. And those are two more that are just hand in hand. I mean, this, it really harkens back to the Bible. It's counterintuitive. It doesn't feel like justice or fairness. And most of all, it risks enablement. Now, I pulled that out, folks, because that's just personal to be. That's one of my hardest struggles. As a person, as a parent, as a friend, I instinctively position God as primarily caring about fixing things in people, right? He's the grand handyman in the sky, training us all to be fellow handyman, scouring the city streets and countryside to fix all the messed up people. I mean, it's the doctrine that raised the good Lord's ire the most. You and I must drive above, rise above this doctrine and religion and side with love. At least I need to. I mean, the lack of it is only hurting myself and others in all truth. Number 13, you know, you're at the top. When you look back in forgiveness, forward in hope, down in compassion, and up with gratitude. Let me read it one more time because that's just, listen to that. You know, you're at the top when you can look back in forgiveness, forward in hope, down in compassion, look down in compassion and look up with gratitude. Folks, when I heard that and and wrote it out as I was working on the show and then came to it uh, fully, I thought, goodness, I'd like to have that on my gravestone. Here lies Kevin Miller. He looked back in forgiveness, forward with hope, down in compassion and up with gratitude. I have a dear friend, Scott Stearman. He's an incredible uh, sculptor. He does life-size bronze sculptors, uh, sculptures that a lot of you've seen probably on military and faith-based compounds. His, fi- you can find him at scottsteerman.com, by the way, Scott, S-T-E-E-A-R-M-A-N, scottsteerman.com, just one of the world's renowned sculptors, incredible guy. He tells stories with his art. His father, Sam, was a small town Nazarene pastor. He didn't have a megachurks. Folks, we think that, you know, if anybody's good, they're going to have a mega church. That was not his heart. He wasn't focused much on uh, church size growth. He was focused on people inside and their growth. I don't think he could have handled a lot of people because he was so intimate with folks. He was focused on the enormous task of loving and encouraging people intimately. When he died, over a thousand people attended this small town pastor's funeral to testify to how his love altered the course of their lives and the lives of everyone they came in contact to and relationship with. And one of the guys who spoke at his, uh, at his funeral was the pastor of a mega church. It says, I am influencing these people because this guy loved me so well. I mean, it just causes you to question, what is your goal? What is my goal? What are we living for? Who are we living for ourselves or others? I mean, the proof is going to be shown. I've been to funerals, uh, and this is, this is harsh, but it's true, and it's probably happened to you. I have been to funerals for folks who, I mean, though they worked hard and put a roof over you know, folks' heads and clothes on their backs and food on the table, they didn't leave much for anyone to testify to. So they were capable mules who did what they had to do and not much else. 
I mean, and here we are, you and I, we're here for more, right? I mean, it, it's a big calling. All right, there's last the last three points that Zig pulls out. They come to the foundation of being at the top. Uh, that's what it was for, for Zig. And for me, and I know for many of you listening, in these last three, he's speaking of his faith. He's speaking of Jesus Christ, who he called King and he called Father. So I'm just going to read through these. Real quick, uh, you know Ziegler, as a business, is focused on training for success. Success does not happen to you. You happen to it. And getting the right training is paramount, which, of course, usually leaves you seeking which training is actually the best. So our episode today is brought to you in part by lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com, which is an online learning platform with over 3,000 on-demand video courses to help you strengthen your business, technology, and creative skills. Lynda.com is for people who want to learn how to do something, then go and make things happen. So maybe you want to master Excel or learn negotiation tactics or build a website or boost your Photoshop skills. Go to lynda.com and feed your curious, striving minds. That's who Ziggler people are. Your lynda.com membership will give you unlimited access to training on hundreds of topics, all for one flat rate. So whether you're looking to become an industry expert you're passionate about a hobby or you just want to learn something new, I encourage Ziggler listeners to visit Linda, L-Y-N-D-A dot com forward slash Ziggler and sign up for a free 10-day trial. That's Linda, L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash Ziggler, Z-I-G-L-A-R. So the last three points here from Zig, you know you're at the top when you know that he who could be in the, be the greatest among you must become the servant of all. Folks, Christ had all the power and he used it for love, not power and justice. Number 15, you know at the top, when you recognize, confess, develop, and use your God-given physical, mental, and spiritual abilities to the glory of God and for the benefit of mankind. And this goes back to number six, your responsibility to yourself, you know, your family, your God, and all humanity. You're either living for them or for you. It's a choice and a goal. Number 16, the last one Zig gave us. Felt you're at the top when you stand in front of the creator of the universe and he says to you, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I mean, this was Zig's Zig's platform and ultimate goal. It was the greater purpose that helped him become a broken man and a blessed servant. You know, and and as a guy, as anyone, I I shouldn't just pigeonhole it to guys, guys and and gals, okay? How many of us don't want our earthly father, don't wish for, strive for our earthly father and mother to say, well done, thou good and faithful child. That's the longing of our heart, but we can have that no matter who our parents are with Christ, our Father. So, hey, those are Zig's 16 attributes of being at the top. He ended by saying when he realized, when he was writing this, okay, back to his his clip, when he was writing this, and he realized that he'd identified the top, he also realized he had identified the bottom, the base, the foundation of true success, true success. Everything else can fall away, and yet you can still have this success. He said, on top of that foundation, you can build any kind of career, any kind of life. How many people are striving desperately to build something on a faulty foundation, even those with dramatic strengths 
in certain areas. Maybe you, maybe somebody that you know. So folks, this is, this is, as I said, hardcore Zig, 16 attributes. Those are things to write up on the wall and to strive for and to know you're going to be a success no matter what happens. But as Zig's primary point in most everything he teaches, he says, if you get these few things right, if you get your head on straight, if you chart your course correctly, if you get grounded in, in truth and in real life, Things do work out by far and large for you. And when things go wrong, you're able to weather them with peace, with joy, with strength, and overcome them. And it's the people who follow this, who follow these doctrines, who ultimately generally find great things here on earth as well. It's not the core point. It's an eternal perspective. But who doesn't win here on earth when they do have peace and when they have prosperity of relationship and heart. Folks, thanks for being with me today. Uh, we've got some incredible shows coming up for you, some incredible guests. And I don't say that for their star power, but some people who have influenced others in significant ways. And we're going to do the same thing. We're going to take their messages. We're going to break them down. We're going to get dirty with them. We're going to get real with them to where we can they're palatable. We can digest them. We can say, you know what? I can do that. I can do that piece. Thanks folks. Hope you're blessed. Thanks for tuning into the Ziggler show. Sign up for new show alerts at ZiglarShow.com. You can have everything in life you want. If you'll just help enough other people get what they want.